step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Head.com morning show, yeah baby. Little Queensryche there, Queen of the Reich. I love Queensryche. I saw him live in 97, the Here in the Now Frontier Tour. It was right after that, their main songwriter, guitarist, lead guitarist left the band to become an airline pilot. And uh, the band has kind of not been great ever since. And now it's got like two original members still because the lead singer's out, uh, the drummer's out. Uh, and the guitar player's out. So there's like one guitar player, and I think the bass player's still there. <laughs> but they got new people, and it's still Queensryche, whatever, and then the lead singer tours with his own thing. Eh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? But at least I saw them when they were all together. A great tour. Had a giant ear on the stage, you know. <laughs> hey, everybody. So last time I was here, I did that audio for the uh, the student for his project and I sent him the link and he wrote back this so I wanted to share this with you guys he says thank you so much your responses were absolutely perfect because they were authentic to your experience you sure are a great speaker and I'm thankful you answered my questions so thoroughly I was not expecting it to be so inspiring and insightful you are indeed an entrepreneur <laughs> your work is much more than a simple project I can see the passion and dedication for sure I genuinely appreciate all the help. Well, thank you again for writing to me and asking me. I'm always happy to help anyone do their thing. Absolutely. My pleasure. Anybody else has any projects they want <laughs> done, need my help, you let me know. Well, uh, let's see. Where do I want to start? It's funny you say that I'm an entrepreneur because, to be honest with you, to follow up on that whole thought from the last thing we the last episode here i don't feel like i'm an entrepreneur at all i really don't i'm glad that you think i am i guess in a way i am but i run a really shitty business <laughs> really shitty business but you know it's not just unique to me i'm not alone in that it's it's tough to put on the business hat as an artist i'm not good at it i have uh, i initially think something's something's a good idea and then I do it and I go wow that was I rushed poorly executed not well thought out not so clever I thought it was clever but it wasn't then I might have be sitting on a good idea that I don't get to and then someone else does it and I'm like damn or I make an idea and I think it's good but I never do anything with it so I'm trying my best to get back in the game as far as the business side of it like i said i'm getting back into doing prints when the conventions come up uh, a friend of mine is suggesting that i should put them on etsy because that happens maybe t-shirts on places like t public or red bubble something like that 
I got three or four really cool ideas I'm working on right now for prints, 11 by 17. I, don't, I won't do the big matted things like I used to do. It'll all be 11 by 17. So, yeah. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. But as far as business goes with the comics, not doing so well there. I never have, to be honest with you. The Kickstarter for Pleasant Life issues 2 and 3, it's not going so well. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, I think it's more than just a little more than halfway funded. And the only reason that is because there's been a, two or three people that have generously uh, added on bonus support. And then some people that have uh, almost double dipped. Like if there's two people in the same house, they're buying, they're each buying it, even though, you know, one would suffice. So I don't mean to um, downplay your support. I really do appreciate it. It means a lot to me. I, I guess the way I look at this is that this is market research. The first Pleasant Life Kickstarter didn't do so well. If it wasn't for two big uh, contributions from people that I know only did it for the first time and probably won't be coming back, it, it wouldn't have got it. wouldn't have made it. You know, it wouldn't have made it. This one, I mean, I still got 12 days left, but it's not looking good. And I, 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 I was talking with a friend of mine about this, and I'm wondering... Kickstarters are the worst. I hate, I hate running a Kickstarter. I really do because that's when the business side comes into it. And uh, I know it's the end game. You you got your you worked hard. You got your work, and now you're presenting it to the world and you're sharing it with the world. That's important. You're supposed to do that. That's part of this whole thing. Comics are a commercial medium. Uh, it's. And I don't like to compare myself. That, that That's an easy rabbit hole to fall down down with because you can look at other Kickstarters and go, well, they're doing great. How come I'm not? You know. And then I always come back to the same beat up myself kind of answer is, I secretly suck and no one wants to tell me. <laughs> Which, you know, maybe that's true. Point is, I don't care. I'm still going to keep going. I'm too stupid to stop. You know, I'm, I'm a little dog. I just don't won't go down. But like I said, th I think this is free market research. The audience out there is telling me we don't want single issues. I know you want to do single issues, Adam. You, you think you want to keep going as this. But we want full stories. We want trade books. We want the $20 trade book. We'd rather buy a $20 trade book, graphic novel, than a bunch of single issues. Maybe that's the way the market is now. Maybe that's the way businesses run in comics now. I understand that. You don't have to chase down every single issue. I get that. But I, I guess I, when I conceived this whole thing, for sure Pleasant Life's going to come out. For sure. 100%. But when I, I started thinking, well, what do I want to do? I want to do single issues. And I thought even do single issues of Star Slam. Single issues of Pleasant Life. Uh, single one-shots and annuals of side characters from the Star Slam universe and whatnot. Just start releasing lots of books. But the more I think about it, I'm going to have to juggle all those issues, reprint this, reprint that. I'm out of issue two. You can only get issues one, three, five, and seven right now. That's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to, to juggle all that. 
So eventually you will double drip dip and get the trade. So for those people that have bought every single issue at $5, it's kind of like, you well, shit, I bought all 12 issues at $5 a piece, and now he's selling a trade with everything for $20. That's, that sucks. But I was going to put a lot of stuff in the, in the comics, the single comics, that wouldn't go in the trade. Like, I was going to put ads in there. I was going to put a letter page in there and pinups. Other things that wouldn't get, wouldn't have got reprinted in the, in the trade. So... I don't know. Like I said, it's still we still got twelve days left. It may fund, but right now I'm I'm kind of I find myself halfway wishing that it doesn't. <laughs> but then if it doesn't, I think well, okay. Do I keep going with the single issues and just release them digitally? I could do that. That would work, and then eventually release a physical trade copy when all those single issues are out. That might be doable. I'm seeing most of the people on the Kickstarter are buying the digital option only anyway. So, that might be what the audiences tell me they want. Maybe that's maybe the way the market is going now. And that's okay. For me, I, I prefer physical copies. I love getting rare issues of people and, and grabbing everything, let's say, like Evan Dorkin prints, uh, you know, Rich Kozlowski other people that I look up to getting every single issue like like right now I've got I've got every single trade book of the three geeks by Rich Kozlowski and I've got original art page by the way like I talked about that in a previous episode but I was looking at his website he's got single issues of all of them and, and I, I got a couple and in those issues there's bonus things in the back with those same characters that isn't reprinted in the trades and for me I've got to have everything Maybe that's maybe I'm a dying breed. I don't know. I've, I've got to examine that because that's that's the way I go. But that's not what the audience wants. And you got to to be in business to make a proper business decision. You got to do what the audience wants. That's why I'm doing prints again. That's why I'm still doing freelance stuff. That's why I uh, I'm trying to adjust my thinking on doing single issues. So we'll see what happens with the Kickstarter. It may fund at the last minute. Who knows? But if you're listening to this and you've contributed to the Kickstarter, and, I, and one person bumped up their thing almost $100, or over $100, and it, thank you. My God, it, it, that stuff touches me. It really does. Don't think that you're doing it for nothing, because even if it doesn't fund, the effort is always there, and the heart is there, and I just I really appreciate it. I see everything. I see everyone that retweets the things. I see everything that everybody does. I've got a lot of messages of well wishes. I've got people thumbs upping the thing, uh, you know. But running a Kickstarter has been hell. I've noticed this time that there's a lot more spam emails. Every day I get about 8 to 12 spam emails. Everybody, and it's always broken English, like, are you one that organized campaign? Email me, I have good ideas for your campaign, get more views. One day I had like four in a row that said that exact same thing. And you look at the, you click on the person's name and it says, uh, zero backed, <laughs> start, joined face, uh, Kickstarter February of 2024. It's like, oh, they just signed up because they saw my campaign. And they saw that I'm under the line. So they, they're like, oh, here's a, here's a hot commodity. We can get more readers. Or we can get this guy because he's probably desperate. No, I'm not desperate, dude. I'm not desperate. 
like I said, if it doesn't fun, I'll just take it to drivethroughcomics.com and gumroad.com and get my uh, get my digital releases that way. The story will come out because it's I'm too proud of it. It's too good, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. I think I want to do Pleasant Life for the rest of my life. I would love to do that, and Star Slam as well. I see. I see myself doing all that, and also doing single issues of uh, fun little side things. And I'll just print. I won't run a Kickstarter for them. I'll just print them and sell them through my website. You know. I guess what another thing that's been frustrating about the Kickstarter is that I'm trying to spread the word as best I can. I reached out to I want to say ten to fifteen different Kickstarter people that are running successful Kickstarters, and I said, "Hey, listen." I've been running these for a while, doing this, and congratulations on your thing. Uh, how about an exchange? We, you know, you, you post about mine, I post about yours. Us indie people need to stick together. And I've heard nothing from any of them. I did that in the past, and then I, I was told that that's a pain, that don't people don't like that, so I stopped doing it. But then recent podcasts about promoting yourself have told me, people want that you should do that so i took the chance and did it heard nothing i reached out to i think about six independent comics focused podcasts trying to get uh an interview get them interested get hey hey, 30 years here's free download of my comics i would love to be on your show talk about you know comics and indie comics and all this and i've heard nothing i've heard nothing so this is me just voicing my feelings out loud i'm trying to uh coalesce all these thoughts into my head i'm certainly not letting them in because it would be easy for me to fall down the rabbit hole of i suck and nobody likes me (laughs) but I'm, i'm just not going that way it, to me, it's just frustrating because I, I understand we live in a world where you're just bombarded with stuff, and those people are probably busy. I don't know what's going on there. They probably have a thousand people messaging them all the time, and they haven't had the chance to read my stuff. I've also reached out to Star Trek-friendly podcasts that are more fan-centric to, to get interviews there. Nothing. Nothing. I've had some success with this Kickstarter. Like I said, some people, a lot of people that have always supported my work has come back. And I, I fucking appreciate that so much. I've had friends go on there and, and get it. Even ones that got it. I'm like, you you don't have to do that. I I would, I would send you a copy, man. But no, no, I got to support. And that to me, I know this makes me cry <laughs> to say that. Like to, to hear the support from friends is great. I don't I don't know what to do with these feelings I have. I know what I'm not going to do. I'm not gonna quit. I'm still I'm still doing it, I'm still going ahead. I don't want you guys to listen to this and think I'm just bitching and whining and complaining about oh my Kickstarter's not doing good, boo boo bee boo. It's not that. It's it's more about here's the frustration that you're going to walk into if you run a Kickstarter yourself. And also to understand that it is free market research. The audience out there is telling me we don't want single issues. We want trades. 
They're also telling me, we want you to go back to doing smut, asshole. Because <laughs> the smut books always do well. And, you know, and I will, and I am. I'm publishing smut right now on the Patreon. I've only got a handful of people that follow the Patreon every month, but they're there. And eventually that work gets collected and put into a trade, and I'll sell it. And for those of you that have seen it on my Patreon, I've been sharing some pages of the new Star Slam remaster. I'm up to, I think I'm like 30 pages in now, redoing it. And it's, I'm learning how to work digitally, and it's a lot of fun. And the, the, the pages are coming out crisp. It's great. I really love it. I haven't gotten to the word balloon part. I'm basically just working on the, uh, the pages right now. I don't want to confuse myself. But yeah, it's, it's, I love the process, man. I love it. And then I haven't drawn on Pleasant Life in a little bit because I've been busy with the Kickstarter and other stuff. But I will get back to that. And I'm going to draw that traditionally still because I love the look on paper. It's got that indie comics feel. The thing I like about the indie comics. I might even go black and white on it again. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm, I'm kicking around the feelings. We'll see what happens. You know, I'm kicking around the feelings. Is that fair? Is that fair for me to do? I think so. The work and the audience is telling me what it wants. And that's important, that, that I have to listen. I have to listen. But no, I'm not, I'm not bummed out. I swear to God, I, I so am not. I, I look at it like, okay, it's not funding yet. And usually... Up till now, I've, I've done maybe 14 or 15 different Kickstarters, and only one failed. That was the very first one I ever did, because I didn't have the audience there yet. And I was trying to do a uh, sketchbook, and it was a stupid idea. But it didn't get funded, so that's okay. But every single one after that got funded within the first 24 hours. Every single one, except for this one. This has been, uh, I think it's been a week and a half that since I launched it and it's it, you know it's it's only a little over halfway but again I, I look at this as research people are telling me what they want so I gotta listen I'm still busy with other stuff I'm still desired as an artist I got a commission uh, earlier this week and I just got hired on for another sketch card gig and the sketch card gig is a massive 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 property not star wars big but it's it's well known well known i can't say what it is but it's it's goddamn well known and to be honest with you i don't know much about it <laughs> i'm aware of it but it wasn't my thing so now i've had to do some research to get in to to figure this thing out and you know i i, I would be a fool to not do it so i said yeah yeah i'll do it so I'm waiting for the cards to show up. And I think uh, when I do them and I announce what it is, probably these return cards I have will sell. <laughs> they will. I got a bunch of return cards just sitting on. You know, Vampirellas, She-Devils, Betty Page. I think I got some Kiss stuff left. Um, and the newest one I just did, which was an 80s horror movie uh, property. Which I, I don't think I could say that either. So, yeah. Um, I'm still desired. I'm still busy. You know? It's not like I'm... It's not like it's over, man. It's over. Game over, man. No way. No way. 
And even, dude, if I, even if I had one person buying my book, just one, I feel like John Grisham. You know what I mean? To me, it's not about the money. It's not about the fame. It's not about the attention. It really isn't. It never has been. I think early on I, I was um, seduced to think that and compare myself. But to be fair, I wasn't anywhere near ready emotionally or even uh, art-wise was not ready. I had all sorts of mistakes that I needed to learn from. I just pulled out all my old sketchbooks because I've been trying to reorganize the house a little bit. And I had a pile of sketchbooks sitting in the kids' room in storage. And so I, I pulled them all out and I put them in a new place where I can see them. And I, I was just kind of digging through them. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. I had this idea. Oh, yeah, this thing. I forgot about that. But I'm digging through and I'm looking at one from, let's see, I think it was 2007 or 2008. And I'm looking through the art and I'm like, wow, this stuff sucks. <laughs> and then I looked at a journal entry in there that said, and I basically was talking to myself and because I, I write my journal in the, in the sketchbook all the time. So there's, there's sketchbooks slash journals. And uh, in there, I said something like, my art's finally where I want it to be. And I'm like, dude, you have no idea. <laughs> you think you're good now. You, you're not good. But you need to learn the lessons. And over the next, uh, you know, almost 20 years, you'll, you'll learn them. And even today, I'm not where I want to be. I think I've certainly come a long way. But there's things I want to improve on. And, that, and learning the digital stuff is, is kind of helping me. And uh, learning how to run my business better is also helping me as well. So don't look at things as a failure. Y you can't. Just don't. There's no such thing as failure. There's a quote by Confucius that I love. And it's, a man is not great because he hasn't failed. A man is great because failure hasn't stopped him. Think about that. And I've had a lot of failures in this whole thing in 30 years. A lot of them. It's hard for me to look at my old work. I've literally went to conventions, paid for the table, paid for the hotel, paid for the food and gas, and the spending money, everything. Everything. And I bought books there from other indie artists. Went there, spent all weekend, probably a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Came home, did not sell one book. Not one. Did that stop me? No. Did the failing the first Kickstarter uh, stop me? No. Did getting shit for uh, rushing some cards through Star Wars stop me? No. Does looking at my old work that dis that disappoints me and scares me stop me? No. Just got to keep going. You got to keep going. Learn your mistakes in public, because I think that's the perfect way to uh, to really drill it in. And if you get the same lesson over and over and it's repeated, the world's trying to tell you something. So you should listen. Don't be so big in your own head to. Uh, think that you're not you know there's nothing you can't fix or that you're already there you're great 
No, you're not. And don't think that X or Y artist or writer or whoever has it all together. Because they don't. They don't. There's artists and writers that I look up to that over the years I've learned that they're not rich. They work day jobs. They also have mental health issues. They also doubt themselves. They also go, man, I, I suck. I'm not as good as X or Y person. They look at the people above them. When I would give a, anything to have a tenth of what they have, right? It's don't ever think that that's... <laughs> beware the man that thinks he is standing that he does not fall, right? <laughs> it's great. You basically, in this life, if there's anything I've learned, is that you have to chase down your potential. You have to chase down your own evolution. You have to create your own life. And you have to change more than you complain about it. And you create more than you consume. You have to live actively and know that this right here is your time. So that's why I wanted to record this podcast in, in the throes of my uh, very public uh, Kickstarter uh, hiccup. Is that a word? Hic- let's do that word. Hiccup. The the non-funding. The and like I said, when this I hate running Kickstarters because you feel really exposed. Like wow, this guy is not making it, you know, and you feel really stupid. But I I don't. Whatever, come what may, it doesn't matter. The books are still coming out. You can't stop that. <laughs> so. But again, if you are listening to this and you've supported the Kickstarter, I thank you so much. Don't feel like you have to go in there and and donate more or get more. Do not do that. Please don't. I appreciate it, but just let what happens, happens. Come what may. This, the books are still going to come out. may not be physical, probably digital, but you'll get a physical copy eventually because I will do a trade. And if I have to sell it just through my own website, I'll do that. Because this story is about my life. Maybe that's why I, I take it so personal, in a way. Is because this book literally is about my divorce I went through 10 years ago. This book's literally about the health scare I had. This book's literally about me restarting my life. And it seems like I keep doing that throughout my life. I have to restart. I have to start over and do it again and do it again and do it again. And I'm just a small dog. I, don't, I won't go down. Because I always go back to this. And there's a quote right beside me here that a dear friend of mine got for me. It's a Rocky Six thing. It's where that whole speech where he's talking to his kid in Rocky Balboa is where he says, you know, the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a mean, rotten, nasty place. It'll beat you to your knees and keep you there if you let it. I'm not reading it. I'm, this is in my head because I've said it so many times, probably on this podcast too, is that, Nothing hits as hard as life, but it ain't how hard you hit, or you. It's about hard you, how hard you get hit, and keep moving forward. How much you can take, and keep moving forward, and that's how winning is done. So, I think this is good training for me because there's going to be things coming up in my life that are going to be really tough to get through, and I keep moving forward. So, that's the mess. The message for this podcast today is to just keep moving forward even even though when things are tough don't, don't let it get you down man don't let it get you down just look at me 
<laughs> hey, he didn't let it. He didn't let him let it get get him down. He went for it. Still went for it. Still did it. Because comics are my life. Art is my life. Writing is my life. Music. Everything. It's all there. Same same boat. But yeah. Anyway, I am uh, I'm rambling now. So I got I got to get this done. Get this out there in the world so you guys can hear it. And then uh, get to work on the next thing. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. I really appreciate it. Uh, this, this deep dive into my mental health today. <laughs> Hopefully I inspired you too. Peace and love, my friends. Take care. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.